old are you? Eleven. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Uh, he's our, he's merciful and he's our savior. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus, and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world, and the hope of living with him forever, so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else, and why he wants you to join him. Hey guys, it's so great to be with you again on another episode of the Jesus is Better podcast. I'm Alicia Yoder, and I thought I should tell you a little bit about my family. I have a wonderful husband named Christopher who loves music, a four-year-old boy named Isaiah who loves dressing up as a superhero, and a -a one-and-a-half-year-old girl named Hosanna who likes cuddling baby dolls and throwing balls. You can see a picture of us on my website at alishayoder.com. Okay, so last time we talked a little bit about why God gave us his good commands and that following them is the way life works best. The Israelites had promised that they would keep God's rules, but do you think they were able to? We'll find out more in the coming weeks. God had appeared to the people on a mountain in thunder and smoke, but he never wanted them to stay far away. He wanted to live with them and he wants to live with us. Last week, I mentioned 10 of God's good commands, but God gave many more to the people of Israel to show them how to take care of their workers, pay back anyone they had hurt, or if their animals hurt someone, and how to be kind to women who had lost their husbands, children who had lost their fathers, and people who traveled to them from another country. He told them how to judge fairly and how to rest on the seventh day and keep God's festivals and celebrations. God told Moses that he was sending an angel to guard the people all the way to the land God had prepared for them to live. When God punished the other nations, the Israelites weren't supposed to serve the false gods the other nations worshipped. Instead, they were supposed to break the idols into pieces and trust God to be the one to give them bread to eat, water to drink, and heal their sicknesses. The enemies would be scared of them and run out of their land. God said, Don't make a promise with the other nations and their gods, because then their gods will be a trap to you, and you will want to serve them instead of me. When Moses told the people God's rules, they said, We will do everything God wants us to do. So Moses wrote everything down and the next morning set up 12 pillars because there were 12 tribes or groups in Israel. Then they could remember their promise. The people offered sacrifices to the Lord and Moses read them the laws again. The people said, We promise to be obedient. So Moses threw some of the blood from the animal sacrifices on the people and said, 
this blood shows that God has made a covenant or promise to be with you as you promised to stay with him. God said to Moses, Come up with your brother Aaron, his sons Nadab and Abihu, and 70 of the leaders of Israel to worship me. And the 70 leaders and Aaron and his sons and Moses went up on the mountain and ate the sacrifice. They saw God's glory and the place under God's feet, and it was clear like blue glass. God told Moses to come farther up the mountain so he could write the commandments on stone and give it to him for the people. Moses told the leaders and Aaron to wait with the people and that Aaron and her could make decisions and judgments until he got back. When Moses went up on the mountain, God's cloud covered him and he was there 40 days and 40 nights. God said to Moses, Invite the people to give whatever gold, silver, bronze, yarn, cloth, animal skins, oil, sweet spices, and precious stones that they want to give for a special tent, a sanctuary for me to live with them. I want you to make the tent exactly the way I show you. There will be a golden box called the Ark of the Covenant where you will put the stone commandments I give you and there will be golden angels on top of the box over a spot called the mercy seat and I will meet with you there and speak to you. You also need to make a golden table and plates for sweet smelling incense and bowls for drink offerings and bread of the presence. You also need to make a golden lampstand with seven lamps connected to it, and Aaron and his sons will make sure the lamp never stops burning. There will be curtains around the whole area and a tent in the middle covering the ark, table, and lampstand. And inside the tent, there will be a special curtain hiding the Ark of the Covenant. In front of the special curtain, you will make a small golden altar to burn incense or sweet-smelling spices. Outside the tent, you'll make a square altar where the animals will be sacrificed and burned as an offering to me. You will also make a bronze bowl for the priests to wash their hands and feet when they go into the tent. After you've made all this, I want you to bring Aaron and his four sons to serve me as priests there. They need special clothes with a breastplate with colorful jewels, a robe, a coat, a hat, and a belt. Each colorful jewel will have a name of one of the tribes of Israel, so that when he goes into the holy place, I will see it. You will put a golden plate on his hat that says, holy to the Lord, and Aaron will offer sacrifices for the people's sins. To get them ready for serving me, you need to dress them in these special clothes and pour oil on their heads to anoint them for their jobs. You will sacrifice a bull and put some blood on the altar and offer more animals, putting some blood on Aaron and his sons, on their ears, thumbs, and toes, and on their clothes and then offer bread offerings too. Aaron and his sons will eat some of the meat and bread. 
You'll offer sacrifices for seven days, and then they will start serving in God's tent. The people will also each bring some money to the tent as an offering to God. I chose a man named Bezalel and filled him with my spirit to know how to design all the parts of the tabernacle and a man named Aholiab. They will know how to make everything I've commanded you. But the most important thing I want you to do is keep my Sabbath day every seven days so that you will remember that I am the one who makes you holy. I want to meet with you at the tabernacle and will make it holy by my glory. I will live there and be their God, the God who rescued them from Egypt. When God had finished speaking to Moses on the mountain, he gave Moses the tablets of stone with the commandments written with God's own finger. Now God is ready to live with the people. And next week we'll find out what the Israelites decided to do in the 40 days that Moses was with God. And it wasn't good. So what did God do for the people in our story today? Well, God had made this promise to the people that he would lead them into a good land and wanted them to know his way to live the way life worked best. He didn't want to stand far off, ready to zap them if they made a mistake. He wanted to live with them, to make them holy and pure like him, and to forgive them when they weren't. He wanted them to see how great and glorious he is and care for them as his children. Moses obeyed God by following him up to the mountain and listening to his ways and all the instructions for building the tent for God to live in. He told the people all about how God wanted them to live, and they agreed that God's ways were best. They even made a covenant or promise with God to follow him forever. And God promised to be with them and lead them into a good land where they could enjoy him and all the other people who loved and followed God. So how is it even better for us? Well, in the book of Hebrews, it says that when Jesus came to earth, he became a priest, offering a perfect sacrifice for our sins. But the sacrifice wasn't an animal. Jesus was the sacrifice too, offering himself to be killed, to take the punishment and pay the price for our sins. Moses was faithful in building God's tent, but Jesus deserves all our praise because he is God's son who lives in us when we put our hope in him. Have you ever smelled chocolate chip cookies someone was baking in the oven? It smells so good. You can almost taste how delicious they are going to be once they come out of the oven. The tent Moses built was kind of like those cookies baking in the oven. The people could smell how good God is and how he was giving them this wonderful gift by living in the tent and forgiving them. But they knew in the future, somehow, people would know what the cookies would actually taste like. Now, we're the ones who not only get to smell the cookies, but 
also get to taste the warm, gooey chocolatiness because Jesus came to live with us and was the perfect sacrifice so that we can understand what it truly means to be forgiven for all the bad things we've done in the past, the bad things we're doing today, and the times we won't obey in the future. His spirit doesn't live in a tent anymore, but inside of us, which is the sweetest delight we could ever experience on this earth. We have the opportunity to share these cookies with anyone who wants to follow Jesus and taste them too. And when Jesus comes again to bring a new earth for us to live with him forever, the Bible says that he is preparing a whole feast for us to eat together with him with more sweet and rich food than we could ever imagine. Because of Jesus, we don't have priests' clothes, but special clothes that are made out of his righteousness, his obedience, so that when we want to talk to God, we don't have to send someone else or talked him with a curtain in between us and him. Instead, we can run up to him, enjoying all the good gifts God gives us that we don't deserve, and ask for his help in everything hard that's happening in our lives. When we ask God to help us know him more, he does exactly that, letting us know him through his word and through his spirit living in us. He makes us clean so that we can serve him instead of being trapped in a life of unkindness, unhappiness, and selfishness. We aren't waiting like the Israelites for God to send someone to deal with their sin because Jesus has already died for us and returned to his Father in heaven. Instead, we eagerly await for Jesus to come back so that we can enjoy him forever in a world where we never do anything wrong and nothing evil ever happens. Will you eat the cookie of salvation that God is offering you as he shows you the way life works in his family? Will you invite others to taste him? Let's pray. Jesus, your goodness is delicious. Thank you for wanting to be with us and for letting us know you. We can't wait to feast with you forever. Amen. Okay, guys, thanks for celebrating Jesus again with me today. Isn't he amazing? I can't wait to share the next episode with you so that we can enjoy him some more together. So let's go share those cookies.